Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that. All right, our guests are here. Uh, Louis Gomez is here and Kurt Metzger is here. Come on in, guys. Sit down. You guys are still masking it up. You're in Florida. You don't have to do that anymore. It's we over. beat it. We're free over sure. here. Everything is good. How you guys doing? Hey, man. What's going on, dude? Do you... Do you do you not believe in it or something? No, no. We, I, I, we all had it already. We had it last about a year ago. And we all had antibodies after that. How did you get it? This idiot. With how? He, he had it, and we didn't know. And then when he tested positive, we all had to go get tested. And then it turned out we all ended up getting it, too. So So do you need vaccine if you have antibodies? I don't know, but I got it anyway. I'm, I'm in shot one of two so That's far. That's right, dude. Yeah. yeah. So With Pfizer. My whole family, my kids had it. My wife had it. And we all got through pretty good. I I didn't have, I had a headache for like three days, and then uh, I was fine. And my wife though, six months, no taste, no smell, no taste. And wow, it really? Yeah, that it, that sucked for her. Well, she's with you, so she already had no taste. <laughs> Of course, this asshole would have the nicest house on the block. I hate your guts. <laughs> of course it, you would. Move that a little out of your mouth there. <laughs> there, we there go. You go. You got 15 huge cars and the nicest house on the block. It's infuriating. So, so uh, is that, do you like a nice large car? No, no, no. I don't, I don't care. I might, you know, but he's, Sounds Calta like likes a nice large car. I'm a large guy. Yeah, I don't want to be in a small car. Yeah. I have. Uh, I drive the Hummer, so that's my second Hummer. So I had one, yeah. and then I went through every other fancy car after that, and I went right back to the Hummer that nobody drove. That's a living room on wheels. That's the only way that I'm comfortable is in that car. Oh, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> you can only be comfortable in, in a Hummer. living room. No, I mean, I have, a, I have another car, but I mean, anyway, uh, uh, Lewis and I uh, have a history, and people keep asking me today, if we don't like each other, or we do like each other, or if we stayed, we never staged anything. I don't think anything. I don't think anything I've ever done on this show, and anything you've done on your podcast, has ever been staged. No, there's no. A, there's um, people think that it might be a staged fight. Really? Be, well, so so uh, to give the history, Bobby and Lewis are very good friends, and Bobby and I do a podcast together, and right. and Lewis did the podcast with us. And then, in typical Lewis fashion, when he when he got off the podcast, he went on his and he talked crap. So what I what did said, he say? I don't even remember. It was petty. So it was not like I literally don't even remember yeah. what the fight's about. This is the, my problem. Is like I wear my heart on my sleeve. So in the moment, yeah. I get so passionate and angry, and it's just. But right now, I can't even tell you what it's about. Me and Metzger got into a massive thing at the comedy store a couple of years ago. Right. Huge fight on a video. I can't even tell you what the kernel of uh, of the what fight started. was about. Yeah, I have no idea. Well, I can tell you what it's about. It's on tape. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that's crazy is we're, we're telling the story. <laughs> I'm telling the story of what happened, okay, on this recording. And Lewis agree. Like, when Lewis tells you his side of the story, he's not telling you his side. He's telling you, like, the other person's he's side. He's telling you what his gorilla brain really thinks in the back of his head. He's incredibly honest, and so he'll tell you a story, right. and you're like, are you the hero of this story? Because <laughs> it sounds like... Let me, let, me tell you about, let me tell you about him. This is, so 
he and I did Bobby's uh, You Know What Dude podcast together years ago, and that was the first time we ever met. Yeah. yeah. And he was typical, loud, and I was like, who is this guy? Took over the whole show. That's what I do. It, but I didn't know that. I had never been on the show. I'd never listened to the show. I didn't know anything about it. So then uh, he, I liked him. I didn't, I didn't dislike him. So then I inappropriately crapped on him on Opie and Anthony's show. But Try, can I just how? Let, me, let me know you my perspective real quick. But, but I was trying to be a ball buster, and I picked the wrong time to do it, and I did it the wrong way. And I'll tell you, I, I had never been on Opie and Jim. Right. So you're, it was from my perspective. Here, this is not a podcast. Whoa, I'm so <laughs> sorry. We're in a garage. That's all right. <laughs> I know you're about two weeks away from being in a really nice studio. <laughs> um yeah, no, I'm sorry. I was, uh, yeah, you start crapping on me on Opie and Anthony, or on Opie and Jim, and people are hitting me up, like, dude, this guy's calling it. I was like, I don't even know this guy. I've never even been on Opie and Jim. Yeah, right. Who is, like, who's, was stoking up, like, Go Whites? Or, like, just people, you, like, friends? At this time, I don't even think the Go Whites no, existed it yet. It was, it was, this is years ago. This was years ago. So I'm, I'm, uh, and I was trying to be a ball, because Artie was in there, and we were all taking, you know, we are all talking. And anyway, it, it was my fault, and I reached out to Lewis, and I apologized, and I said I was I, I was trying to do something that didn't come out right, and you were cool. You well, were that's like, respectable. Uh, and he and he explained. He was like, you know, I, I've never been on that show, and now you're and I and I apologize, and I say I was wrong. I still stick to it. Then about six months later, I'm in the city, and uh, I see I'm, I have my head down. I'm sitting outside the studio, and Lewis comes to me. He's like, Hey, what's up, dude? And I'm like, Oh, hey. And this is our first time meeting after we after that happened. Yeah. And he was super nice. And you were like, yeah, it was good to see you. All right, have a good time. And then he goes on his show and he talked crap about me. And I was like, God damn it. Is this guy going to like me or is he going to hate me? Wait, what did you say? Once again, I don't yeah, remember. I don't, I don't even remember. Something, you know, something about him being, uh, you know, an old Florida fart. I, I have no <laughs> idea. It wasn't, it wasn't good. I, Bobby was like, dude, you're not going to be able to work Tampa. I was like, I hate Tampa. Yeah, I, I, and that was my thing. I'm not like, uh, I, I'm not that guy. But anyway, so. So uh, things would clear up and things are good, and then, and then Lewis uh, gets on the show, and then and then something annoyed him afterwards, and he talked about it afterwards, and I go, why doesn't he say it? Well, he's on the show. Like I don't understand people like that. So we called Lewis up, and he of course came immediately on the show, and he and I screamed at each other and screamed over each other for the next hour, and it was pretty good. Really, this is very. Ex- I didn't have oh, no we, idea it was so. It was pretty good. It was pretty solid yeah. of us just screaming at each other for an hour. And uh, when it was over, though, I was like, yeah, I like that guy. He's a, you know, it was a respectable thing. So, I, yeah. <laughs> it was well, like, it's like a, you almost don't, you almost respect the guy who doesn't back down. Right. You know, you're like, okay, I understand where you're coming I from. I don't, people, like when Bobby says, like, you'll never work Tampa, I, Brian will tell you, I've never, have I ever, the only one that I didn't want you to work with is Rob, the guy who used to work for me. But I have <laughs> never, and, he, and that was probably more a favor to, to comic fans than anything else. There was nobody, no comedian that I ever said, like, if I don't like somebody, I don't, I There was a year show. and a half period where I, anytime somebody would bring up Tampa, I would just... Crap on it? Forget it. And that was my fault? I was like, I don't even want to work Tampa. (laughs) I hope the whole city falls into the ocean. Hey, good luck with ticket sales. (laughs) I have have that only Madison, Wisconsin. You don't like like Madison or they don't like you? I got fired there. Why? (laughs) Why? From my... The hour that I did on Comedy Central, I was doing that set. Uh And uh, I don't know, they said it was too offensive. Are they that conservative in Madison, Wisconsin? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I got somebody like uh, 
Well, Metzger, to be Let's, fair, you're like if if Pete Metzger is a genius comic, right? One of one of the best in the business, and your material is incredible. But if somebody doesn't like you and they're not vibing with what you do, I can understand them being extremely offended by well, it. Well, it's whatever's in the hour is what I was doing. Right. So, and they didn't want that. Um, yeah, I don't know what was bad about it. I, like, I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> it made it past all the standards. <laughs> Listen to me. I understand this looks like a sex dungeon. I keep thinking I'm on a podcast. Uh, There's two million people listening to you, Potty Mouth. Well, this really oh looks God. like the room where they're about to do a gangbang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's covered in plastic. Murder There's somebody in. Five ugly men waiting for a hot chick to show up. There was a wall behind you. That I built, and then when we decided to do this from here, we knocked the wall down, and we're in the process of obviously rebuilding it all now. So it'll be next time you come, next six years, it'll be beautiful. Uh, all right, it's so, very relaxed. I keep forgetting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's ridiculous. Can I just say we when I landed when we <laughs> when we landed within an hour, Lewis had to make an apology call to a guy. <laughs> You don't have to say. You don't have to say what it was about, but we're not. We're not talking about these things on podcasts or on radio. It's just an unbelievable amount of um, of apologies. Look, the here's what he's about to say. I I am the only comedian in the world who's had to publicly do FaceTime calls with multiple mentally handicapped people and apologize for things that I've said on my podcast. I understand. I understand that. (laughs) Been. I might have been in that situation. Have you been in that situation? (laughs) Um. Do you are you guys friends now? Yeah. Yeah, I mean clearly you're out here together. We were, sometimes it's better sometimes uh, Lewis thought I li- it was the dumbest thing and it, it like Don't get me started again. No, yeah, I'll, I'll go I'll man. go right back there. Just don't curse. Cuz in his yeah. mind cuz you know he was like he was like, "Oh, Lewis, he's the hero of the story." Metzger was truly the villain of this story. Right. There's no there's no rhyme or reason. His psychotic Metzger, he's pointing at me like, oh, this guy's crazy. He's also a genuine lunatic. Anybody that knows either yeah. one of us will say, oh, okay. yeah, both of those guys are unhinged and dangerous. Uh, here, I'll, I'll, this is a classic Lewis, <laughs> a classic Lewis thing. And 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 it's not involving me. This is with right. Jay. Okay. Because we were on the road in Philly. Big Jay Ogerson. Lewis had an outburst at the hotel with somebody, which luckily was Philly. A fan? No. Or one like, of you guys? Wait, wait, a fan? Like, like who do you have the outburst with? Oh, I don't know, hotel oh. manager. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, well, I'll tell you what happened. I was at the hotel, and I was rolling a blunt in my room. Uh-huh. And the hotel staff, like, I went to go leave the room, and I knew I had some really dank crap, right? right? So I, I opened the door to go leave my hotel room. I have the blunt in my hand. It's not lit. I just rolled it. I was going outside, and I see a, a hotel staff member walk by me. And I just see them look, and it's real. It's really smells. You really yeah. smell it. And like an idiot, it's like, it's like a Larry David moment. I'm like, I was like, eh, hey, just so you know, I wasn't smoking in the room or anything. I just rolled it. I'm gonna go. And then they look at me. They're like, what? But why, this why was you after you that? had already been in an argument with somebody, and you went back up, and this happened. Do you remember that? Uh, you just gotta. Anyway. He clearly Mostly does not joy. remember his fight. It's Philly. It's Philly. So yeah. luckily... The- yeah, terrible customer service. Police- and I'm a stickler for good customer service. So if you've been to Philly, you, you know what I'm talking about. You also don't see, seem like somebody to me that lives the high life where you're used to, like, five-star customer service. No, I really... Dude, I dress... What hotel were you at in the in the? What hotel Philly? were you at? I'd imagine it's something that has... I don't the remember. It. I don't- it, was, it was a decent one. It wasn't a terrible okay, one. Okay, all right. So they... Uh- okay, so we're doing a podcast later. And Lewis tells me a story of going with Big J on on the road, and he <laughs> he wanted Jay to critique his set, okay? 
Jay's like, I all, this is I'm a month into comedy, right? Yeah, and okay, and and Jay's like, yeah, you don't want me to do that. It's gonna be hard. She goes, no, I want you to do it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Any part of this? He goes, no, I want you to. And Jay's like, all right, fine. So he goes through it, and he's like, uh, this is okay. Get rid of this. This is good. This get rid of this. No, that's not what happens. You're, you're just first of all, this is not even a good example of it. my feelings were hurt because my, my so comedian, Wait, go ahead. a comedian that I looked up to that right. I was, I'm a month into comedy. I was going on the road with him. I have these terrible jokes. Anybody who's doing comedy for a month is just terrible. I was like, hey, do we go for some of my jokes? And every joke, like I tell him the first joke, and he's like, ah, oh, it's terrible. Just drop it. I was like, this is my opener. Uh-huh. <laughs> And then I, I tell him another one. I, I was like, I was, he's like, yeah, t- drop that one too. And that was my closer. And it was my two best jokes. And the story that Metzger's trying to get out right now is that my feelings were hurt because somebody who I looked up to in comedy crapped on you. Crapped on me. And it was like, that is really? Not it was, the story that I'm trying to what get is the story you're trying to get out? Jay said, I shouldn't go over your set because you're a new guy. And you said, no, I want you to go over it. Yeah, okay? most young and your, and your moral of the story was. Jay should have lied and just told you they were good. This yeah. This is what you told me. <laughs> this is what I would do. No, not that it was good. That's he like should... a girlfriend expects that kind yes. of shit. Yes. That word. If I I mean, damn it. If you, okay, I thought he was going to end with, and Jay told me, and it really helped my set. I thought, like, no, it right. did. That is the end of the story, is that it, I ended up stinking for thing, a year because I Lewis got rid part. of all those jokes. The amazing Lewis part is that you couldn't believe that he did what you requested that he do. After he hesitated because you were a new guy. That's the part that's mind-blowing is the, yeah, he should have just, like, <laughs> you right. point-blank asked a man to do that for you. <laughs> like, and then he did it, and you, didn't, and you didn't appreciate it. I know. I know. Well, it's well, sad, dude. That is mind-blowing. Because you, pr- you probably were like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I'm not. For a second. No, of course. Like, yeah, yeah it just got in my head completely. I mean, the, the, uh, I don't, I, the, the, do you know how many things I've done? I mean, I have, like, to to get into the lunacy that I am, that is that is such a benign non-story. I mean. So how does that tie into you? No, guys? it is a not. I'm just saying that sums that, up. That sums up Lewis. the Lewis yeah. thing is, like, he was like, how could when you not have When I was 22 a, years old, 15 years ago, okay, but I, I, it was a young comedian. It's all the same story. How could you not have accounted for Lewis's feelings that you were going to be surprised he had out of nowhere? <laughs> which may or may right. not be, uh, you know. I mean, it's shocking. So the way that's what me and him is, he, I, like, just, it, it was crazy. It was like having a, I don't know, like a few, it was like an abused pit bull or something. The two of you? No, what, which, which, I said Lou is like an... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Metzger, if you ask any of our friends, Metzger is the craziest of everybody. The craziest person that everybody knows. I would so never start coming, a scene at a comedy club the, because I thought someone gave me the light. You have... That's, you've got a hang-up about no, being a headline no. and all this other nonsense. <laughs> That's not what happened. Metzger, if you guys know what happened, if you know, I like, don't know what happened. You know the way comedy clubs work? Yeah. When you're on... I'm doing a set on stage. Metzger comes in late to the show. What does that have to do with the story? It has everything to do with the story. I'm doing a joke. Mesker comes in late to the show and starts flashing. Literally, it's our crowd. An entire Legion of Saints audience stands in the middle of the room, starts flashing his light at me to get off the stage so he can go up. In the middle of my set, he's not working the club. It's not his show. It's not his room. It's not his place. He's trying to push you off the stage. He's trying to push me off the stage. So I got mad. This is the craziness that Kurt Mesker has. Brian, if somebody did that, stood in the middle of the room and started flashing the guy before him, would you like to chill? This is, again, like a sensitivity thing. Yeah. Okay. It seems he seems he has a different version of this. He does. I got there late before, like... Lewis is hosting the show. Now, I thought because we just smoked a joint, Lewis was high and didn't realize how long he went as the host. Right, right, right. Okay? Host uh, is not supposed to do And I had set. no idea. Right. 
okay? I thought he just was blowing past. So I just waved the, like, how anyone would do if that Nobody would do that. There's no comedian in the world would ever go into the center of the room and start lighting the comedian to get off stage because now the, it's my time. It's Kurt Metzger's time. You hear the insecurity? So that, look, I the guess. Insecurity, I mean, nobody would do that. Dude, but this is the crippling insecurity is what I'm talking about, which you don't need to have. Did you address it from the stage? Did you go wide? No, no. I got off stage, and I, I thought that Metzger had to go somewhere. Uh-huh, okay. So I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, all right, I'm assuming he has to run out because he, that's why he did that. So you wrap it up. So I wrap it up. He gets off stage, and he's like, oh, dude, let's go hang on smoke. And I was like, I thought you had to go somewhere. And he was like, no. I was like, mm-hmm. why are you lighting me then? Uh-huh. And then That's it not what to... happened. You jumped in my face and went, never light me. I find that very easy to believe. No, it's exactly what happened. And I was like. It, it, it was shocking, yeah. out of nowhere. I had no idea this was a thing. I had no idea I was supposed to plan around. I haven't been hanging out, right. you know, with all of them. Now, Jay has become accustomed to this kind of stuff, okay? That's the other thing I find about Lewis, is that when I'm, like, shocked by his behavior, everybody goes, oh, it's just, that's just Lewis. Like, they've all become used to You know, to it is almost respectable, like a subtle test of, yeah. of wills of, like... Like, they, they, like he, that's will. who he is, you like... Oh, oh, oh my God, I'm sorry. You have a dump button, right? I do, but... Yeah, it, four times. Out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean... <laughs> oh. Dude, the people like on the other end just going like, Jesus Christ, please stop saying that. But, listen, I, it wouldn't even occur to me to be, to one, jump into somebody's face... Well, we're getting lit. I don't have a thing about that. Like, I don't have a thing about I'm the headline or any of that kind no, of No, I wasn't the headliner. That wasn't the point. It was, it was, I was. Dude, there's a, there's a. That's right. Nobody in the world, no comedian listening to this goes, oh, yeah. They, everyone that has heard this story, every one of our friends, everyone that you've told it to, everyone that I've told it to says, oh, that's weird. That's weird. Nobody else would light another comedian so they can go up on stage. Nobody would do that. And so you can sit here and, say, thought, and say I'm crazy. I was offended okay. because somebody who I love. Uh, right. Lewis, I right, thought as we a got, guy who's hosting in 20 minutes. I'm getting angry. Why that wasn't what angry? happened. L- I wasn't listen. hosting for 20 minutes. Metzger, it was between It was between comics. I was doing one joke between comics. You see, you're wrong. You're just 100% wrong. So I'm whatever your wrong. version of the story is, it's fine. But I'm telling you, any comedian that hears that would go, okay, that's weird. You're not really supposed to do that. Brian, who works at a comedy club, just said, yeah, that would okay, be weird. Okay, wait. Let, here, better, better, because we're getting around the whole argument. Yeah, you could have come up to me and said, hey, did. that's no, Lewis. You could have come up. You actually, when I said, when I said, when I said, Kurt, hush, have, hush, uh, hush, I was hush. like, you have to leave. You know what you said? You said, why are you even bring this up to me? You owe me a hundred dollars from the comedy store from last this year, is at- and that's when I got mad because no, I was like, Lewis, this is after you jump. You, you go exactly like this. You go. I thought you'd go somewhere. I go. Oh no! And you went, and you were, dude, you were at the top of your lungs. Now, if you had said to me, hey. That's weird that you gave me the light and it like you could have said any of that. And I go, hey, you know what? I didn't mean anything by it. And you're totally right. That's not what you said, Lewis. You jumped in like a fight. So you didn't like my tone. Okay. Oh, you, no, 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 no. You, I would you describe your tone me. as angry gorilla. I didn't threaten you until you started popping you, off. You, and then I threatened to beat the Lewis, hell out of you. All right, well, hold Lewis, on. Let me jump in real quick. I didn't quick. pop off at all. You yeah, popped you off. I just, wanna, I just want to remind you, the dump can't build up fast enough, so we got to be careful on the curses. Okay, I did, did I, I know curse? you're not doing it on purpose. No, 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 no. Oh. But I feel like as this tension builds, it's going to slip out again. Delta, why would you even bring this up between me and Metzger? Because I don't, I, <laughs> We've gone past this. We're cool. We're on the road. We set up a tour. Okay. 
it's look, our poster. That's look. what I. That's what I don't understand. I, I don't, want Lewis not to be insecure. I specifically didn't watch the fight so that I could hear you guys tell me about what happened between the two of you. Oh, it's funny if you watch it. I will I watch it after. But now, the, the story is funny. It's funnier. I feel it. like I, I feel like I kind of get both of your side. I feel like you're like, if I'm on stage, why is this guy doing this to me? And I feel like you were sure. like, that's hey. my friend, and he's going too long, and I'm just going to give. I him a thought little. he didn't realize. Right. If he goes, hey, that really upset me, and I'm like, oh, I apologize, Lewis. I didn't mean anything. I did it. say that, and you said you'll no, be hundred dollars in the comedy no. store because he did a show a year before for Legion of Skanks. Lewis, you jumped to threatening we, we me did, at a club. We did a show a year before Legion of Skanks at the comedy store, and he never got paid from the club. We don't even pay him. He never got paid, so he brings this up weirdly, and I'm I'm angry in the, in the middle of the you fight. can't the threaten me and owe me money from a show. You I don't owe you money from a show. You were owed you could money. owe me a hundred bucks, or you could threaten me over nonsense. Well, I that's all that I meant by that. Well, I didn't know you hundred dollars. Didn't you owe you jumped in my face, so I threatened you. This is gonna be the best weekend ever at Size. So I threatened you yeah. because I didn't owe you hundred dollars. Like, so I dude, opted for that. Listen, instead. listen, listen, listen. And all that where you're gonna jump and fight people—it's such nonsense. There's no excuse for it. Mister, you are literally one of the only people that I know that has hit people at comedy clubs. You. <laughs> a guy who attacked me. I've never hit anybody at a comedy club. That's coming, though. That's coming. A guy that boxed my ear out. And you deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. I guarantee just... Metzger deserved it. I guarantee the guy was in no, the right. No, at no point was he in the right. In fact, he went to... That's a great story. That guy went to jail. Can I make, can I make things ten times worse? Please. Are you dating his ex-girlfriend? Yes. Oh, I mean, that doesn't make it worse. Yeah, it doesn't. No, it doesn't make. By the way, the fight you're talking about yeah. isn't even that night. We haven't even gotten to the comedy store, which uh. is six months later. <laughs> that what is. You, this is six months before. We decided to do a tour together. When did you sit there and go, "Hey, you know, it'd be a good idea." We got past this two days after it happened. Listen, there's always a fresh thing. Yeah. To focus on, All so right. there's no reason to. There you go. It's just look. It's just an amazing amount of insecurity. You have a thing that you think that, like, me and Jay and all these people, like, everybody's just like, welcome to comedy. And you, like, that's your, that's your story. You're like, nobody ever wanted me in this business. Nobody told me I was good. All this, this is everyone's story. Everyone in comedy has an amazing you, amount of insecurity, you was, including you. You have a massive amount of insecurity. And I'm not going to say that. You're a little extra insecure. I don't think so. I don't you're, know. You're, it, it, it manifests in your aggression. Look at you. You're maybe, yeah, maybe, fired up. maybe that comes from insecurity. But I don't know if it's insecurity within the, the specific comedy realm. I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, All thing, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not talented, and I'm doing the okay. The way you said that just now is insecure. You just said that in an insecure way now. That I'm not talented, I'm doing okay? I am doing okay. It's, I, I, I can relate. I'm doing okay. I don't really want to say. Am I supposed to pretend that I'm a failing comedian? So I'm not. I'm doing okay. I, I, I don't claim to be Patrice O'Neill or the Who? next Bill Burr. I, I, I think people should look at me and go, oh, you know what, dude? He's figured something out there because he's not that good, and he's figured out how to do okay. I'm sure people do. I don't. They, do you understand insecure, what I'm saying? No, oh, I, I, this is insecure talk. Is it not insecure talk? I, I well, I kind of understand what he's saying. I kind of understand because I'm in the. People always ask me, "Can you give me some advice?" And I go, "I don't know how I got. I don't know. This just happened." So, and, so he, and also, is, you're pointing your finger at me, going, "You're insecure. You're insecure." I mean, what am I supposed to respond to that? I don't, be I don't confident. Know. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally every comedian that I know is insecure. Every single one of us, yes. including you, including Jay. Yes, and you're naming you the know, most insecure people in the world that I learn from. I learn from watching you, Daddy. Big Jay is insecure. Oh yeah. You can't wear fingerless leather gloves unless you own it. He, he doesn't. He wears it because he's insecure about no, his hands. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that He's I got fat know. tops of his hands, but he loves his <laughs> fingers. That's <Yeah. laughs> well, a lot of hot topic stuff. This is, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a walking hot topic is what he is. This yeah. seems like an odd idea for you guys to go out together. Well, we've done like at least a dozen shows. 
Well, I you're the only know. radio host that's brought it up. I, uh, <laughs> every other every other city, they're like, hey, so what? You, what tell me about. So I see you like airline food. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, he's like, tell so me, tell me specifically the problem. Let's get to the root. At of least it. I waited till the middle. Oh no, I started it. Yeah. Well, I don't look. I think it's. Uh, I think it's much better. It's much more interesting knowing the the background story of you guys than. You know, yeah. If you're at Sidesporters together, clearly you have two funny comedians. You're going to go see a good show, but let's get to the good stuff. Of course. Well, look, me and Metzger, we, we had the reality is both of us are psychopaths. But like, I didn't realize anger, how big Metzger is. Metzger's a big guy. Yeah, exactly. but I didn't realize that. No, I'm badass. You're right. right. I, you I are, him. You fight. You no. trained. Well, but you're, you're, you trained to fight, and you've done some fighting and stuff, and he's way bigger than you, so there would be a good fight. Who would, uh, who would do that? Who would fight? You would, would at the comedy cellar. You remember the guy? <laughs> uh, someone attacked me and I hit them, yes. Yeah. Why, who a, attacked you, a fan? No, some a, drunk guy. Com- oh. Some drunk guy who ended up going, <laughs> him and his girlfriend, the cops showed up and uh, I left because I had to get my ear checked. Right. This guy boxed my ear. And uh, she, the girl called one of the cops at N-word and took a swing at him. Oh. I found this out like two years later. And the guy, uh, she left him and ended up leaving him for the black cop that she called the N-word. Shut up. Yeah. That's the best her. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Good for that. She, boy, she atoned. Yeah, the guy tried to guy popped my eardrum. What, was he a, just a drunk patron of the yeah, comic club? a drunk club? idiot. Yeah. And I had my head out like this. Uh, <laughs> I go, <laughs> hey, he's getting up. No, he got, it was not, I was on stage. I was, I was, got, I, when I was off. And he came up and went. I'm more surprised you've never fought with a fan. No. Yeah. No, I don't mean, say, big, it. Don't big, say it like you're. Well, I mean, I'm so confident. I mean, I don't think he was a. I don't feel like he. No, was he wasn't a fan. He was a patron of the comedy right, club. Right, My like mom that. says if they box your eardrum in, they're not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Mother says. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I haven't. But did you two get in a physical altercation? Like, did you? No, no, I tried. Like a Kevin Brennan, uh, Gary Goldman type fight. Whoa, what's that? Oh, I heard. I heard Goldman grab Brennan and threw him against the wall and was like, yeah. "I heard you were talking crap about me." Gary I mean, Goldman's got crazy strength. I mean, Kevin probably was talking about him. Yeah, well, talking about insecure. But Gary Kevin. is very... Oh, they're both insecure. Well, Kevin... Kevin, not Kevin. Really I care. did Kumia's show, okay? And he was on it, which I, I, I like Kevin Fine. I don't have nothing yeah, yeah. against him. But So I felt bad for him because he was to complain to his brother about Neil has him blocked on social media. Right. <laughs> he goes, my own brother, you know, it ought to be a law. So for a second, I felt bad. Just like I'm sure he did something... But I'm um, like, it's his brother. You know, I had the uh, sympathy. So at the end of the show, because <laughs> you want to plug anything, he goes, yeah, I'm selling Neil Has AIDS shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah he made them. <laughs> he's got red ribbon and it says Neil Has AIDS. Oh, yeah. He's, he hawked them <laughs> on this show. It's a great relationship. Why would you? <laughs> he wants to know why his brother's got him blocked. Uh, this is Kurt Metzger and Louis J. Gomez. They're going to be at Side Splitters all weekend. Uh, if they make it through the weekend, I, uh, no, no, wait. No, there's no so so. There's no tension over the fact that you date his ex girlfriend. I just found out about that. She not wasn't like five years ago, man. Oh, she yeah, was your broke, girlfriend five years. Yeah, they ago. broke yeah. up years ago. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know the story. Somebody mentioned it to me last night in the chat, and I was like, I'll ask him. I don't know. Yeah. And how, what if he didn't know? Oh, that'd be great. And you broke the news to him. You have to tell me which ex girlfriend. <laughs> well, you you now you were dating Kim last time you were here. Oh yeah. And now and now you're dating this girl. She a comic too? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. What? Are, we were just talking about that with radio people. We know radio people like, that are both in radio like got engaged. What if she takes off? That's not going to annoy you? Like her, her career all of a sudden, she does something, she gets on a roast or something, she takes off and everybody's like, oh, I don't know. That changes the whole dynamic of her well, relationship. Well, I am extremely insecure. Yeah, I heard. So, 
uh, yeah, that would probably kill me. No, it would. I, I mean, I want her to be successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a reality. Like, I, I don't. <laughs> that was a long time since the last one. It was okay. That one we can. I feel like if you if you guys aren't on top of that one, that's kind that of a one, listen. Issue. We're on top of it, bro. But we've t- like how many times are you gonna curse? We've told you how many times. If I'm not cursing, we don't need you. <laughs> she's not there just to hit the dump. Oh, she's yeah. Not there, you know. So yeah, yeah. suck it. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, Lewis is, uh, the host of uh, Legion of Skanks, uh, podcast, which is very popular. Uh, well, are there a lot of skank fans down here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we were in Boca last night. I was surprised because every time I've gone to Miami, Boca areas, it hasn't been great. And this time we had a lot of people show up on a Thursday and I think uh, this weekend. The Skanks fans, they look like they're savages. They look like they're like heavy metal, like Ozfest. Yeah, you can pick them up. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. they're the sweetest people. It's you, a you'll see logo. The, a lot of shirts. Yeah. Go to... Good merch. <laughs> yeah, they're look. They're the fan base is extremely passionate. They drink heavy. It's going to be a party vibe. They tip very heavy. The wait staff will be happy. So come out and party. I always wonder. Uh, I don't. You don't. When you do a, a podcast that's popular, you don't know until you get out in the country who's actually listening to it. So that's well. The last place we did, they were real good. Uh, the bar sales were way up. Like the guy was pretty happy with oh, it. Oh sure, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I I have to tell you this because. It turned out great. Uh, when you and I were fighting, you were doing the, uh, it was election time, and you were doing voting for who would be the president of the skanks. Yeah. And in our fight, uh, I told you that that was a hacky old radio bit that you were doing. Yeah. Uh, which we all did at one point in our careers. Who's oh. the president? Like, you know, like, like, like uh, the station. The mock election. Yeah. The mock, well, the station. Who were the run. candidates? Me, Big J, Dave, and Ori Shavir. <laughs> yeah. It was like. It was... Ori, Ori's not a member of the Legion of Skanks. <laughs> They, uh, Lewis and I had a fight, and then all of a sudden, everybody was buying my cameo to get me to make videos to to pr- uh, promote Lewis as president. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, I'll take all your money. I can care less. <laughs> um, and then uh, I, I, you know, it was just it was just an idea that had been done before. But what you guys did with that at the end was fantastic. It was bonkers. What yeah, happened it, at the end? Oh, dude, did they. The, who somebody dosed somebody okay. else? So I, oh, so Ari right. Shafir famously dosed Bert Kreischer with Molly, right? And it's like a famous story. Like, and Bert's wife was mad. Like, they, their relationship is still shaky because of this situation. Yes, yeah, that's crazy. That he did that. So yes. Ari comes in. That's a crime, is what that is. Ari yeah. comes into yeah. this election and he takes over. He's like, I'm going to be president, and he's obviously winning. Like, he and he's going so over the top. Every week, it's a new stunt. He's coming in in outfits. He has a new suit every week. He is a hundred percent into whatever he's. Yes, doing. yes. And he There's, brings the best he, out of him. No yeah. regrets whatsoever. <laughs> When he did the Kobe Bryant thing, I called Bert and I go, "What is he doing?" And Bert goes, "He's being Ari." Yeah, hey. I, call, I thought like he got hacked for a second when I woke up, and he goes, "No, when I, he said it to me so kindly, like, whenever some famous dies, they say I'm glad they're dead." I'm like, "All right." I did guess you see his Bernie you. Madoff tweet? Yes. Oh, it's so funny. He, but that? it's typical of him. He, he did was the opposite. Praising. He was like, "Bernie Madoff was a hero." <laughs> <laughs> but he's consistent and he's uh, fearless. He's awesome. You he's gotta awesome. love that. Yeah. And we give him a lie detector test, uh, uh, an actual accredited lie detector test. 
contest and we asked him if he regretted the Kobe tweet, he does not. No. It's crazy. Yeah, no. Lost his tour. So much. Lost his special. Lost his agent. And I, don't, and I believe he doesn't regret he it. He does not regret it for one second. So he comes into the election and he's taking over and everyone's leveling up. He makes it a very big circus and spectacle. It was going to be a bit that probably lasted two or three weeks. Right. We, we stretched this for like two months and it just got better and better got, and better. It got bigger. So I, I started night. noticing it on Twitter. People yeah. mentioning it. I mean, it was a... You you really locked it in well. Yeah, it was live outside during the summer. It was a party vibe outside. And it was the last night, and I knew Ari was going to win. I was like, there's no way he's not going to win. And a bunch of fans were there, and one of the fans had acid with him. And he's like, dude, you want some acid? And I was like, sure. And I took the acid, and I was like, I'm going to now just fucking say, screw it. I just caught myself. Yeah, I caught yourself. Uh, I was like, Ari's going to win, but I'm going to get retribution for Burt Kreischer, and I'm going to put acid in Ari's drink, and I'm going to dose Ari. And he'll win, but he'll be Do you dosed. know how, like, I'm not a drug guy. I wouldn't know how much acid is going to kill somebody and how much is going to... There's no uh, amount of acid. All right, but it. I'm just saying, like, I don't know what's too much acid. Ari Shavir's a, a... He's a, a seasoned druggie. Seasoned druggie. Right. I, I put one hit, which is going to be pretty mild. Okay, so that's like what mild. an average person would take. Yeah, especially because it's in a drink. It's not going to get you crazy. I, I just wanted him to feel it, and then we'd have the moment where I'm like, oh, I do I think I remember texting Lewis, like, please don't. <laughs> I'm going to be like, just please don't validate. Clearly not somebody he listens to. <laughs> oh, my God. So I, I have uh, one of my employees dose him. I mean, there's another law, another law broken. Mm. I have one of my employees dose him. He puts the drink for him. Now, here's where I made a mistake. I told Shane Gillis. Now, Shane Gillis was Ari's running mate, and this was stupid. I just thought Shane, for the sake of funny, would go, I'm not going to tell Ari. It is pretty funny that Ari's going to get Right, dosed. and let him, let him go through it. He's yeah. going to win. Who cares? Ari tells or so Shane being the genius that he is. Shane tells Ari. Now, while we're all just doing our thing, we're all on a panel. There's like six of us. We're going back and forth. Ari switches his beer with Big J's beer. Now, who does not do drugs. Who's never done acid in his life. Right. If you've ever done acid, it is a to-do. Yes. It is 10 hours of your day. The next day, you're going to be thinking about a lot of stuff. These like, guys do a lot of drugs. Yeah, you know what's up. It's not, the, it's not Molly. Molly's like, oh, I got to throw some Molly. You're this in kind and of out feels six good. hours, you're good. Yeah. Acid is a whole thing. And Jay has no idea. So Ari, being you got to watch this episode. It's available. On, it's, go it's, go it's, watch it's, the best of the election on, on YouTube, Legion of Skanks. Ari, knowing what's going on, Dude, he slow plays it so well because he starts to slowly act like he's on acid. Right. So you see him for like 30 minutes. You think he's taking it. You're buying into it the whole time. We're losing our minds laughing on the other side of the table at Ari thinking, and he's going, oh. Like looking up. And like it's like a In your mind, you're like, this is the greatest thing ever. This is the greatest thing ever. And I stand up at one point. I was like, you know what? Ari may win this thing, but he thinks he's the king of mayhem. I'm the king of mayhem. I dosed your drink. And then Ari just like a Ari grin. went from, from being droopy to An snapping out of it. evil grin. Like, remember when the, when the Grinch gets that evil grin, like the idea to destroy Christmas? Yeah. He that, has a face like a satyr. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he should have goat feet. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, you think I didn't know that? You don't think that I switched your drink with Big J's and you see Big J look up like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, Big J goes into panic mode. He's like, dude, for real, are you telling the truth? Are you for real? He panics. Dude, he panics. We end up finishing the show. Big J is a pro, so he finished it. And then Big J 
just trips. Did he start to have any effects during the show or no? No, but for the next 30 hours, yeah. he tripped. Oh, for really? 30 hours? And it wasn't even a good trip where it was like he was seeing things. It was in, my friends have to, have hurt me. <laughs> just the bad that's feeling That's not a trip. Side. That's reality. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a big difference. It sounds like he's just seen clearly for yeah. the first time. Yeah. He had opened his mind to what his friends are. Uh, <laughs> he's not tripping. So I heard his wife was mad, too. Yeah, it wasn't good, dude. He wouldn't talk to us for like three days. I had to. I went to his house. Yeah. I just went. I Jay wouldn't. No, Jay wouldn't. Because I, you drugged him. Well, I drugged Ari, and Ari drugged, drugged him. him. He indirectly. And then we did a trial a... on who was more responsible for drugging Jay, me or Ari. Right. And who? Ari. Ari lost. Ari, Ari lost. Ari got. Ari lost and got banished to South America. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Now, what does he do? He just picks up and goes. Yeah, I respect it so much. Yeah, me too. But what is he like? Just wanders with no shirt around the. I world. know, but I don't know how much I, I like. I think that sounds great, but after day two, I'd be like, uh, too many no, parts. he loves it. I don't know. Oh yeah, he likes to go and just like feed baby goats on a mountain somewhere. Like that's his thing. Yeah, you know. Okay. I, I, I I just went to Jamaica a week ago. By day six, I'm like, I got to get home. Now, what did you do? Now, who do you know there? Like, you stayed with people you know, or no? No, no, no. I you just rented a house. Yeah, really? yeah. That was nice. That looked like a yeah. good trip. I I don't know. I'm going to Hawaii for for two weeks. Where are you going? My family and I'm. Where, I'm, where in Hawaii? Well, this is the thing. I've never been there before, and we're going to Kauai. Yeah, it's the place to go. But I don't want to stay there for ten goddamn days. Oh, no, it's too long. long. That's five long. days. You you want five, five days. days. That's it. I don't even want five days. I want to take three days there, and then go somewhere else, and go somewhere else. A beach is a beach. If there's one I live water, in, I live in Kauai Florida. Is, Kauai is like really something. I mean, it's okay. really something. Yeah, that's what everybody says. Like they said, it's a place. But like I know people who live in Hawaii, and they're like, oh yeah, after day three, you're gonna be going out of your mind. I'm day not the, five. I define weed. I, I define weed from a taxi driver. I'm I'm not the sit on the beach and just chill kind of guy. Like after the third day, I'm like I got stuff to do. It's I mean it looks like nothing. When I was a Jehovah Witness and they they would have the magazines with the Garden of Eden feature. Right. It looks just like that. Yeah, they were painting Kauai. I found out later. That's what. It, what uh, uh, you were a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. That was I got to tell you that I don't really understand the whole Jehovah's Witness relationship. I mean religion, but. It is one of the most offensive things to me ever because when I was a kid, I grew up in Staten Island in a in a, a apartment building, like a ghetto apartment, and my mother would have to work on the weekends, so I didn't know not to answer the door. So people would knock on the door, and I'd open the door, and then next thing you know, these people would have me praying in the hallway. <laughs> I was just a kid. They'd have you pray in the they hallway. Would not, it would be it would be an adult and like a younger adult, and they would knock on the door and then start talking to me about Jesus. And I went to Catholic school, so I didn't want to just be like, eh, go away. I was supposed to pray in the hallway with you. I oh, they were like, would I never you? heard of that. Yeah, they were they were Jew. Next thing you know, I'm I'm they're praying and I'm holding my hands up and I have no idea what that I'm doing. That doesn't sound like Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah, well, whatever whatever they were. Jehovah's Witnesses getting the blame for it. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like a different thing. Yeah. Well, those people bugged me, whoever they were. Well, people don't want to be bothered at home. Well, I was I was also a kid. I feel like they I got they took advantage of me. They shouldn't be talking to a kid, even if it is about Jesus. Um, they they molest you? Are you saying they <laughs> they did not molest me? <laughs> they wasted your time, basically. Have you ever been molested? You'd think that should be like an easy question to answer. Well, because no, it depends on if I was a chick, I would say, yeah, I was definitely a hundred percent molested. But because I'm a dude, I don't count it as molestation. You may be. Uh, hold on, this is my. I have a similar. What happened? Yeah, I'll tell me you. what happened. I may have a similar story. I'm watching language. Did I? No, no, I'm just letting. You're about to talk about a semi-sexual situation. I don't want you to be too graphic. No, I won't be. I know. Uh, so I'm in. I want to say the sixth grade. Okay. Sixth grade, I'm sleeping over at my friend's house, a Dominican kid, and his mother, in the middle of the night, 
um, who's like an older Dominican lady with like uh, no teeth, just a, kind of a fat wow. lady. Uh-huh. In the middle of the night, she climbed into my bed in her nightgown. At 12 years old. You're 12 years old. Maybe 11 or 12. Wrapped her leg around me and just held me really close to her and breathed in my ear for like maybe 10 minutes and then left. Um, And that was it. There was no. Were you like, what is this chick doing? I was like, yeah, I was like, what the hell's going on? And honestly, she was was just not attractive at all. Like, if she was hot, I probably would have, like, I didn't. 12. Yeah. But she was a very, like, unattractive older lady. And I don't know, maybe she was sleepwalking. Maybe she, she felt like you needed love. Maybe, maybe she, she felt like I needed love. Maybe she saw my insecurity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Master, she, why don't you just climb into my bed and uh, <laughs> canoodle with me instead of yelling at me? Get did, you, did you, did you, was there any, did she didn't touch anything? Or she didn't any? touch anything. So just, she might have just been trying to be like, come here, baby, give me a hug. It could have been that. It could okay. have been, it, it was just very, it never happened before. I had slept over there all the time. It had never happened before. She didn't have, she wasn't that sort, she wasn't affectionate like that. Oh, she was probably sleepwalking. I think she was sleepwalking. Yeah. And I think, she got, like the wrong, yeah. I think yeah. she got into the wrong bed and um, did that. But the reality is if I was an 11-year-old girl and somebody's father did yeah, that, that'd be that would be a whole thing. Like, even if it was sleepwalking, like, that would be a whole to-do. What about you? No. Yeah. See, I, I, I was... Um... Just regular beatings. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing hot. <laughs> nothing nothing <laughs> sexy nothing about hot. it. Huh? Yeah. I had a girl that was a little bit older than me do stuff to me when I was very young. And uh, these guys are all like, oh, that's not Melissa. You're a, you're a dude. How, what not. are the ages? I was like, my parents were still married, so I had to be like four or under. Oh, wow. Five, four? Five, five or under. And how five old was under. she? I was in kindergarten. How old was she? Like eight. Oh. That's well, the thing. Yeah, yeah like, they I'm not call like, that child's play. I'm not, like, I'm not like, let's bring her up on charges, but that was a little bit, of, uh, that might have yeah, been a that's little uncomfortable a... for me. Luckily, you guys are like young enough where it's not so right. It, I mean, it's, it's I still five, remember it pretty detailed. The sad story is she learned it from somewhere, so she was definitely getting molested by somebody, right? And then was you know doing it to you. And so. she was manipulating me. She told me that that we could play the Happy Days board game if I did stuff with her. And then after we did it, it turned out she didn't even have the game that bitch. <laughs> Which the worst part is that now all my listeners buy Happy Days board games on eBay and send them to me. I have like seven of them, so uh, yeah, that's not a good thing. I don't know why we brought that up, but I, I always find that. Comedians at some point had some sort of yeah. I think that was the story. only thing that was like uh, you know sexual like. But I mean, I was hyper like my mom was a prostitute, yeah. and I walked in on her with what? John. <laughs> Did you guys just meet? <laughs> He's got all these great stories you don't know about. You tell me, is that what you're? Are you what? kidding? Oh, I thought you, I thought you're being sarcastic. Is that true? Yeah, my mother was a prostitute. My I've father, never known that. my father was a pimp. So that's why you're Rorschach now. This is why he has. This is why he's a terrible friend. These are like. This is my foundation. This is yeah, my Batman he's, story. He's never told me this. I told him that. I, I, we don't even like each other. And I heard that his father was murdered. You kept yeah, saying your mom's a whore, so I just thought you meant like <laughs> in a literal sense. I didn't know you meant literally. Oh no, no, literally a whore. Yeah, so I walked in on her with a John when I was maybe four years old. Right. Couldn't be three or four years old. You didn't really you know what was going on. I knew exactly what was going yeah. on. This is what was messed up to me. She was naked. He was an older guy. He was wearing his clothes, but he must have, you know, right. had his thing out. Um, and they were on the bed, like, humping. And I walked in, and she was like, she yelled at me to get out. And I remember just at four, three or four years old, just remembering and thinking, like, oh, I was like, oh, he's paying her money to do this. Oh, yeah. I yeah. didn't see any money. I, didn't, I just, I had the intuition. Have you ever paid a woman for sex? Yes. Well, I wondered if you saw that, if you if it would make you want to do it as you're older, or never do it. Uh, no. I mean, probably, probably, maybe not want to do it more, but it probably made me humanize sex right, right. workers more. More, yeah. yeah. Do you, is she still alive? 
My you mother? Know, yeah. No. No, I don't know. No, no, no. Yeah. Whores have shelf lives of professional wrestlers. <laughs> Do you understand? They live till about 40, 42. My mom died heart at, out. She died at 42 looking like Mickey Rourke in that town. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but but out of the whole thing... I didn't know you meant literally. The whole <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, out of the whole thing, uh, Lewis, as crazy as you are, Bobby Kelly swears that you're the best father. Uh, yeah, I think I'm a pretty good dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I practice peaceful parenting. I don't yell. We no, don't, no, no, that's we don't good. threaten him. We don't do any of that stuff. Uh, look, I'm I'm glad that uh, that you made it in here today, and uh, it's good to have you both here. These guys, Kurt Metzger and Louis J. Gomez, are going to be at side splitters all weekend long. Uh, both very funny comedians. Uh, Lewis is a great podcast, Legion of Skanks. Check it out. Uh, you can just go wherever you get. Oh, podcasts. I'm on his network. Oh, what do you got? You got a whole Mine's show? Mine's called Can't Get Right. It's on Gas Digital. Who, is it just you? What are you doing? Just me. Good. Kurt Matz here on Gas Digital. Yeah, search Gas Digital to find all the shows. Thank you both for coming in. Thanks, Thank man. You. Yeah, we got to wrap it up. Have a great weekend. Another chance for you to win $1,000 coming up at the top of the hour. We'll see you on Monday. Hold Doge at 45. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.